day here in Saugatuck. Uh, it's going to be partly cloudy, high of 36, and uh, not much wind, so I think it's going to be a pretty good day for this time of year. I want to thank you for joining us, and this is our second broadcast here, high above land sharks in beautiful da- downtown Saugatuck. And I'd like to thank our sponsors, Charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Inner Urban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. Now, let's also thank our guy over there at the station, our producer, Chad Cashman. He's the one queuing up everything and getting everything ready. And uh, would like to welcome everybody to the show. And uh, we have a special co-host this week. And this is a lady I'll go downstairs and I'll see in the middle of the night tinkering around in her store and having a lot of fun. And um, and uh, would like to introduce uh, her to the stage. But I can't do that yet until... I turn on our disco ball. So let's turn on that disco ball and welcome our our co-host to the stage. She's a mother, wonderful mother of <laughs> of Katie Duchette of the designs there, and she also owns It Is What It Is. Um, she's a great person in the community. We've got lots of stories to share. So let's get on. Let's get that disco balling. There it goes. She's walking down the runway right now. Wow, look at those moves. <laughs> Go, Patty. Let's give a big round of applause for Patty Berry of It Is What It Is. Hi, Patty. Good morning, Greg. Are you nervous? Just a little. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. And uh, this is our second show, as I mentioned. And uh, you are our wonderful co-host. And I was glad to, I was glad to get you. Um, because I really enjoy uh, my visits with you at your store there at It Is What It Is, and um, and uh, glad to have you with us. Thank you. This is fun. You know, when you get to be my age, you think, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Right. And this is my first time, so oh, really? you know, it's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> and uh, the view up here is beautiful. I have to say my commute was nice and easy into the city this morning from atop the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and parking was aplenty when I got down here. And I was so excited to see all the Christmas lights are still on at this time in the morning. Um, Maybe the first time that I will ever see that. Aren't they <laughs> really pretty? time in the morning. Because like you said, I do stay up late and work in my shop and tweak things and dust things. There's always something to be done. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. There have been times uh, once or twice where I brought you dinner because I just like, she's there so late. Uh, <laughs> bring her something to eat. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, this is great. Um, excited to be here this morning. Well, thank you. Did you get a cup of coffee? I did get a cup of coffee. It's delicious. It's hazelnut cream, and you can mm. find that at the Butler Pantry here at 439 I love Butler a good Street. hazelnut coffee and a French vanilla. Uh, I drink a lot of coffee. I start first thing in the morning and then all through the day and then... After dinner, I just start with the decaf. So <laughs> I, I do love coffee, and it's it's delicious. I didn't know they had coffee mm-hmm. at Butler Pantry. Mm-hmm. They so sure do. That's on my to-do list now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of places have coffee. We've mentioned, of course, we all love Uncommon Grounds. And mm-hmm. over there at the Annex, they have that Simpatico coffee, which is really good, too. Yeah. And so, um, so I want, I want uh, to tell everybody in uh, that's listening about who are you? Where did you come from? You've got some wonderful stories because you have something to do with that restaurant at the end of Butler Street. You know, this is only Butler. a two-hour show. I know. <laughs> so I'll just try to give you the sweet and condensed. Yeah, well, how did you, you move here? I, I heard that your mom, uh, your dad, had purchased the uh, 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 Butler Hotel um, yeah. and, and moved on and didn't tell your mom until 
we moved over here? Is <laughs> Until it? we moved here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. My family moved here from Marshall in 1960, and a couple Battle Creek businessmen put my dad up in business, um, running what was the hotel butler and restaurant. Um, in 1960, uh-huh. and uh, they purchased a home on Butler Street. So I've spent almost all of my life right here on Butler Street. Right. Um, they they had the business on the north end or on the south end, and I grew up on the north end of Butler Street. So quite often, um, you know, we could walk from home to work to see my mom and dad and uh, I got to know several of the shop owners over the years you know, when you grow up here and this is you know, your main drag you just enjoyed I enjoyed going into all the different shops and meeting the owners and I always thought as a little girl oh man someday when I grow up I want to have a shop of my own um, so yeah I grew up right here in Saugatuck, and I worked at the Butler for most of my life. Uh-huh. But my senior year of high school, I worked at a store called The London Shop Yes, with Jean Edgecombe and Marion Bale, and they were just some of the sweetest right. ladies, and they had the greatest little shop. They had a wonderful variety. I mean, we went to The London Shop for anything and everything when we needed a gift, and uh, I just really enjoyed working there, and that's kind of put in my mind that maybe that is what I want to do. So I graduated from high school and I went off to uh, Grand Rapids and I went to Davenport College. It wasn't even in a university then. Uh-huh. It was just Davenport College. Right. And so I studied uh, fashion merchandising and retail management and I thought, wow, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. From Davenport, I went on, uh, I transferred over to Michigan State and spent three years over there and then decided, oh, I want to get married now. So I married my sweetheart um, all through high, from high High school, uh, my first husband Don. <laughs> Your first husband. Yeah. yeah. So I married my high school sweetheart, and uh, we settled right here in Saugatuck and started raising our family. We have four children that we know of, and um, <laughs> the rest is kind of history. I spent, uh, you know, thirty-seven consecutive years at the Butler. Wow, that's a long yeah, time. Yeah. So you would walk you, as a kid. Um, yeah, uh, now you guys at first lived on the premises. Is that, did you we live there for a short time? At the, at the Butler Hotel, yes. Uh huh, uh-huh. And you know, back then we didn't have phones that had cameras in them or easy access to cameras. So right. as far as I know, there are no pictures of the inside of the upstairs of the Butler Hotel. Oh, wow. I visualize it in my mind and I just pray that someday somebody's going to come forward and say, oh look, here's a picture of the room that we stayed in at the Butler Hotel. But right. it, it was fabulous. But it was old. So yeah. in 1972, the, um, you know, it would have cost a lot of money to restore it, bring it up to code, fire codes and, and all of that. And, you know, it was cold in the winter, hot in the summer. People wanted to stay at new places like the ship and shore. Right. Um, or the, any of the new places around town. But had we known then what we know now, we probably would have found the money to restore that, you okay, know, and bring right. it back to all this greener. But uh, all they could do was, you know, just level the top two floors and just make it into a restaurant. 
right. that time. Right, and that's the actual building, right? Um, it but is. it's been, re, um, of course, decorated on the outside and, and yep, refashioned. Over the years. A lot of folks think it's a totally different building altogether. Right, right. Yeah. They always say, oh, I remember when this burned, but yeah. no, they were thinking of the pavilion or maybe some of the other places in yeah. town that actually. Yeah, because the same fireplace in there, right. the door, right. um, above the door there, that's right. all the same that was uh, before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My mom used to set my sister and Vicky and I down in front of the fireplace uh-huh. and uh, with bobby pins would pin curl our hair oh, for yeah. Sunday school the next day. Right. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> lovely. <laughs> oh, so I have kind of, a lot of fun memories. Yeah, I bet you do. Of course you do. Um, and uh, I bet that, you know, a lot of fun memories, you know, with all of the tourists coming in and out oh, and visiting. Some great people over the years. Right. Oh, I bet. Got my picture taken with some celebs. I was going to say know, like that. Harwell. I, I you know, saw there's several pictures. Yeah, yeah. of you in the restaurant there oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with celebrities. A lot of fun. And then I ran the outdoor, the, the deck for lots of years, uh-huh. um, you know, booked all the bands and, and that. And that was a lot of fun. Sure. So, and I look back and go, I don't know how they do it now. Right. I couldn't do it. And then especially when you add in all the 2020s, yeah. I had to do with them. I, I can't even imagine. Right. Yeah. So after 37 years, and you always wanted a story, you said, um, yeah. you were probably like, oh. Uh, yeah, I want to do what I want to do. It was always in the back of my mind. And um, my youngest son, Kyle, was born with heart health issues. Uh-huh. And uh, he had his first open heart surgery when he was just days old. Um, grew up normal, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they told us at that time when he had his first surgery that someday he would need another surgery to correct a defective pulmonary valve. Uh-huh. Well, that someday came about 2010. He was a junior in high school. And he kind of morphed into this big teenage body and outgrew his plumbing, so to speak. So we had to schedule uh, an open heart surgery for him. And he was a junior in high school. And the only time we could do it was over Christmas. So he would have enough time off school to recuperate from this. So uh, we headed over to U of M where he'd had his first surgery. And uh, I was sitting in the hospital on Christmas Eve feeling sorry for myself because my kids were, you know, with the family and here I am over here, blah, blah, beautiful me. Right. So I'm walking the halls and just trying to, you know, keep somewhat sane. And I wandered into the gift shop and I found this book. It had a big number five on the front and it just kind of spoke to me. So I walked over and it says, where will you be five years from today? And so I picked it up and I started leafing through it and, you know, it, it opened up and it said, dream big. And um, where do you really want to go? What do you really want to do? What would make you happy? So I picked up this book and uh, it kind of got the wheels turning that, you know, I've always wanted to have a shop. And forever is not as long as it used to be. So why not? And it's it's not a workbook. And I brought you a book. Oh, you did? I did. I brought you. I carry this book in my, my you were shop. You were talking about this book. And, and tell me more about that. Yep. So it's not a workbook. It's it's kind of a playbook. It's not a how-to book. It's more of a um, why not book. Uh-huh. So I bought this book, and I went upstairs, and I read the book. And the next day I went down, and I got four copies, one for each one of my kids. And I said, read it. It's, it's an easy read. Uh, it's not like a novel or something. And what's the name of the book? It's five. Uh-huh. Where will you be five years from today? Okay. So that's what kind of got the ball rolling. And that right. was 2010 at Christmas. In January 2011, I said, I'm going to make this happen. And I told my family I was leaving the butler 
after all those years. Oh, wow, that had to have been us. It was, it was a little crazy. Yeah. So, um, but one of the things in the book said crazy just might work. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's go for this. Right. That was um, 2010 that I bought the book in, in December. Then in January, I told them I was leaving. February is when we left. We found a little place in Douglas at the far end of Center Street that was for rent. Uh-huh. And uh, we called Larry and Carl. Right, that was the old night. Bentley building. Yeah. That was antique and, store. We called Larry and Carl and said, listen, we don't really know what we're doing. We can't afford the rent that you're asking, but this is what we can't afford. You know, because I talked about it with my daughter, Katie, one night. It was snowing and blowing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, you know, you're talented. I'm talented. Let's put our heads together and just do this. So we did. We took a big leap of faith, and uh, we opened up It Is What It Is in downtown Douglas. And mm-hmm. we were there for three years. Um and then, let's see, we'll fast forward, and now um, Kyle's a junior at Boston yeah, University in Indianapolis. So how's he doing? He's doing good. Um, he had another episode while he was a junior in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, my friend Sue, who was one of the reps for all the things that we carried in the, in the store, um, had a heart attack. And mm-hmm. passed away at the same time. And if you remember, that was um, when we had that snow apocalypse. It was uh-huh. awful. Right. There. And uh, so I had to run down to Indianapolis. Don had just had a hip replacement. And uh, we thought, what a mess, what a mess. And Katie's business was growing thanks to my friend Sue. She was repping her stuff up and down the lakeshore. She said, you know, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Right. And that was some of the little things we had on some of the sure. signs and that. So we went um, into this winter hibernation, and then the store on Butler Street became available. And I went back to crazy, just might work, why not? Let's get a building on Butler Street and move the store from Douglas to Saugatuck. Because one of the things who always used to tell me was... You need to be on Butler Street if you want to make this a business. So we moved our business from uh, Douglas to Saugatuck. Katie went off on her own, and um, the rest is history. We just finished our sixth year on Butler Street. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah, I, when, I, went, I remember when you guys moved in that building. That's where the... Um, the anchor, uh, what was the... Uncharted Courses. Uncharted Courses, it was right. like forever Ever. and yeah. a dinosaur day, I'll tell you what. Right. And people, the first couple years that we were um, there, they would still come in and say, oh, where are the shells? Where are the dolphins? Where's all the nautical stuff? And right. we're like, oh, they retired and, and they left. And uh, yeah. Hey, you've got you've got a lot of cool stuff in your store. Tell me more about that book now. It's it's called Five. It's called Five. Uh-huh. Where will you be five years from now? Right. And like I said, it's it's not a, a lengthy book, but this is what opened up. Um, crazy just might. Work, you know? <laughs> right. That's and my that's it, my motto. It asks you things. You know. You know what would really make your soul sing? What would make you happy? Mm-hmm. And you start big. You know, and then with you bring a big it idea to what can work Uh it's kind of like um well let's say going to a restaurant you know i'm trying to assimilate um big dreams with with this so bear with me it's early in the morning (laughs) you're fine Um, the thing uh, i like about your story you're you're located right here in town at 318 butler street 
is um, uh, uh, you've got so many different things. Um, do, I always so find something. Um, one thing that I like um, that I stock up on are those Edison bulbs. Those are really oh, cool yeah. to have yeah. mm-hmm. there in the store. There was a time where you know, we couldn't even keep those in stock. But we do. We carry a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It is what it is. You know, we've got some of the funniest cards and coloring books and sweary pencils. We've got home <laughs> decor. We've got a lot of handmade things and a lot of things um, that my daughter, Katie, Doucette makes. Um, she got too big for her britches and, and couldn't work with us on Butler Street because she was so busy. Right. And we are just so stupid proud of that girl. Uh, since um, leaving Douglas, she has got herself an art licensing agent. And they purchase her designs and put them on their products. And I carry absolutely everything I can. I can't get my hands on the fabrics yet that she has with Wilmington Prints, but Mm -hmm. everything else, you know, from makeup bags and emery boards, um, gift bags, journals, mugs, keychains, car coasters, you name it. If it says Katie Doucette on it, you bet I'm carrying that much. (laughs) And it's so pretty. Yeah, I've got her pictures. She does coasters. She does. We love her. Those little Saga Tuck coasters are so cool. And uh, I saw she's got some a lot of Christmas things done this she does. year, she's too. She's got a cute little snowman with a mask for mm-hmm. 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. We sold right out of that. But she has a Saugatuck ornament and all things Saugatuck, you know, that uh, she her products are in a lot of other gift shops throughout the United States. Right. Um, but all the Saugatuck stuff is exclusive to our store. So on one window we have, it is what it is, Saugatuck, and the other window it says home of um, polka dot mitten. Right, 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 yeah. and uh, and and that's great. And you guys, six years you've been there. I see Don in the morning there, uh, blowing off the leaves every morning, oh, yeah. and like and it's his job. you're right. Oh, Always have a nice little <laughs> chat with him in the morning. Yeah. And shoveling. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So um, that's my son Clayton. Mm-hmm. Um, who had a store on Water Street. Right. It was called All That in a Bag of Chips. I remember that. And, uh, you know, after reading the five book, he says, hey, I want to do what you and Katie do. And I'm like, you want to make things and draw things and <laughs> sell your art? No, he wanted to be in business for himself. So um, he was over in the building where the mermaid is mm-hmm. uh, for a couple years over there. But um, you got to sell a lot of chips and a lot of salsa to make a buck. You know, there's no margin <laughs> Uh-huh. So um, when Katie decided to go out on her own because her business had grown so fast and her kids were growing even faster, um, Clayton became the third partner. So it's my husband, Don, and my son, Clayton, and myself. Oh, well, that's, and, that's yeah. really cool. Now, you've been doing some really fun things. I saw, you know, COVID and a lot of the business owners like Land Sharks were doing these live um live feeds on facebook oh and and uh and even casey talked me into doing that yeah. uh, live thing that was maddening and i aaron wilkinson gave me this orange wig yeah and i wore that and i had all this this pillow around me i was sweating like a boar hug and heat. it was awful <laughs> and i just kind of just started showing all the things and i always thought you know man i should have been better at that because i've watched qvc for years you right. know i i know my product i can talk about it all day long but Right. Ooh. And then the second one I did with Lauren Stanton. Right. Um, that that was a, no, that was the third one that we did. But uh-huh. we did some crazy things during lockdown, just trying to figure out what in the world are we going to do to keep our names out there. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, did you? Um, did you? So um, 
after didn't you do one last Saturday though or yesterday? Um, because I, I keep seeing these little pop ups every once in a while where you're on. Yeah, I did a couple of pop up ones. Uh-huh. Thanks to Kim Newins who said, you know, um you got to do some pop-up lives every now and then to do that. So I just went through the store real fast and showed them some things. Um, yeah, and I plan on two pop-ups in the next couple weeks. Oh, okay. So watch right. for that on Facebook. Oh, she's hilarious. You really are. You guys <laughs> have to tune in to Patty Berry, and you go to her Facebook page. And, of course, you can also shop on her website. Um, uh, it's uh, shopwhatitis.com. You can also shop there as well. And uh, check out the store and see everything they've got. Did you see yesterday on Butler Street, we were supposed to have the parade, like uh-huh. we usually do, yep. and it was canceled. Yep. Uh, the tree lighting and all that, um, the Sadaba board wanted to make sure everybody was safe this year. And we know we usually draw a large crowd with those events. And um, we just thought it might be a little bit too difficult to social distance uh, right. with the hundreds of people that go to those events. And uh, But uh, the afternoon, a little bit past 1 o'clock, the famous Shovel Brigade made their way down Butler Street, and I thought that was great. It was great. awesome. Yeah. In fact, I, uh, Sandy, sh- my neighbor up on the hill, stopped in and you know had a question, and she always gets a little something, and she says, just so you know, the, the Snow Shovel Brigade is going to be performing at 1 o'clock. And I looked at the clock, and I'm like, oh, that's like in three minutes. Right. And so... I went to the the door to look, and sure enough, there they were. Right. I had shoppers in the store, but I said, listen, you got to go outside and watch this because it's fun. And it is. And the little girl came back in, and she goes, thank you. Thank you for letting me see that. It was <laughs> awesome. She goes, why were they in pajamas? Right. Now, the Shuffle Brigade, for those that don't know, um, is a group of locals that uh, get all dressed up in their pajamas. They're in every it's Christmas terrible. parade, oh, and they wear gosh, Christmas pajamas so and, yeah. and funky Everything. outfits. Oh, yeah, and. And uh, they've got their shovels, and they do little taps and little dances. And they have a whole routine that they shout out. It's great. Right. And during their route, um, they stop at many of the taverns where they'll drop their shovels right in the middle of Butler Street and run and get a little refreshment real quick and then get back to their shovels and keep on their way. Those guys are mischief, and they're hilarious. And, uh, and um, yeah, it's a, you can see the spirit's still alive. So, um, And so uh, here in town, you know that uh, the local, uh, that store, um, they've been walking around town like the Grinch. They've got somebody oh, dressed up see, as the I Grinch. Some, yes. So that's... Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, that's hilarious as well. So, um, Patty, um, so w- what do you do here in the middle of winter? Are you open all year round? We are. We are open seven days a week year round, other than Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it gives us something to do. And there's always something to do, you know. Um, this year we won't be going to the market in Atlanta, and I'm going to miss that. So I imagine I'll be spending my time searching for. Fun, fabulous finds of all kinds, you know, um, any way you can find them. A lot of the showrooms are doing virtual showrooms, so you can still see the the stuff. But I'll be just be searching for what's next, and I'll be crafting, right. making things. And you know, Katie will be busy. Katie will be busy. She just got a new um, a Glowforge, uh-huh. and I haven't seen it yet, but um, I saw a little demo that she did on Instagram. What's a glow? What? It, it's it. I believe it's this big machine, and uh-huh. you 
put in your design and then it kind of laser cuts it. Oh. Um, so it'll still be her handwriting and stuff, but right. her things will be more dimensional. Right. Yeah. Wow. And that's... of course, I can't wait for, you know, any of the new things to come out from all the different companies, Studio M and Brownlow Gifts and this, that, and the other one that carry mm-hmm. all of her designs. So, of course, you know, we'll, we'll continue to carry that. But we do stay open um, year-round and love it. Did you see a big impact this year from Coven? Did. did that really affect you we guys? Did. Mm-hmm. We did. And that's why I was doing those crazy live videos for a while. <laughs> right. And then my son Clayton, um, God bless him, he worked so hard. Get, we learned an awful lot in a short amount of time that we needed to have an online presence in order to at least, you know, make a couple pennies. So um, he worked very hard at getting uh, our things on to the website. Mm-hmm. And not everything's on there because, you know, we're not inventory deep. We're not a big box store where we can order thousands and hundreds of this that and the other thing. So, um, yeah, he, he's worked hard, and we do have a website up and running, and it's going pretty well. Um, but, you know, it's it's not the same as going into the store and touching and feeling it and seeing it. And like I said, a lot of the things are handmade, one of a kinds, and um, we, we can't put those on because we can't promise that we'll have them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you do practice, you know, all of our stores do a wonderful job practicing safe distancing yep. and masks yep. and and uh, But I know that you sell a big variety of masks. We mm-hmm. had Phyllis Iphon last week who actually made us a couple masks. Yeah, and she from took some of Katie's material yeah, from, and made masks. And, right. you know, those lasted a hot minute. And then I have another maker, Lois Mayhew. She's a accountant um, for a big company in Holland. And she works 40 to 50 hours a week and then goes home and sews. And mm-hmm. so's and so's. So she does all the, the sports teams and the college teams and, and a lot of other as well. And then we also carry um, the masks that have Katie's designs on those, the brown masks. Right. Those are my favorites. Right, right, right. Well, um, so, Patty, um, uh, what else? Well, you know, you're with me for the whole show, I want to remind you. So settle in. You're going to have to get another cup of coffee there. Um, you know, uh, even though, you know, we are social distancing, um, you know, Saga Tech Center of the Arts yesterday had a nice little holiday market. And they were pretty busy. They were. I heard I, there was a line to get in there. There was a line because I think they were only allowing a few in at a time. Right. And, uh, it was great. Right. This weather has been a saving grace for uh-huh. all of us in Saugatuck because we had a fairly mild winter, a great spring, and a beautiful summer and fall. And winter so far, <laughs> um, it, it's been great. So it's people are still coming here, but they're being um, safe. They're wearing their masks, and I love it. That's a great thing. And, you I know, also, it. you know, um, and Saugatuck Center for the Arts, talking about them, the um, – they're having a uh, Jeff Daniels is going to be performing on Wednesday, December 16th, and this is going to be a virtual concert experience, and he's going to have, uh, like, original songs, personal stories, and a stage and movie career. He's from Michigan. Yes, he is. Yeah. Jeff Daniels is from Michigan. Yeah. And so, you know, um, there's still lots of stuff going on, you know, around town, um, whether it be virtual or not, to help support. Right. You know what's going on. We're going to find out from Scrooge later on what's going on with the Christmas oh, Carol. Oh, wait to to uh, yeah. hear about that. Yeah, right, right. And um, so this spring, how do you think? Um, how do you think it's going to look? You think uh, we'll be able to open back up again, or I have no idea. Yeah, that's how. 
the fear of the unknown. You right. Know, what What are we heading into? Right. Right. It's right. crazy, you right. know, and do we, you know, continue to buy inventory for our stores? Are we just looking at, you know, being online? Um, I, maybe I need to sit down and reread this five book again. You know, where do I want to be five years from now? <laughs> you know, or what are we going to be doing? Sure, sure, sure. But, you know, uh, like I said, you know, everybody's been so safe. And, you know, here in our small town, you know, uh, there's a lot more room for distancing, you know. Or, right. You know, there really is. We've Not got like open areas. and mm-hmm. Right, right. Or even the bigger cities. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I went to Holland. had to go pick something up uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was amazed at the number of people that were lying in the streets. Right, right, right. Well, Patty, um, I, we're getting close here to a little commercial break, um, but I want to uh, thank you for being my co-host today. You bet. And we're going to have to uh, re-up our coffee and uh, and uh, everybody grab a cup of coffee and uh, continue to join us. I want to thank our sponsors for for making this possible. The Charming Sagatuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. We've got uh, coming up here, we've got uh, Kim Newlands from Kim Newlands Design and Interiors at the 7.30 hour. And uh, we're going to get caught up with everything going on in Douglas and at her store over there. So stick with us. This is Sagatuck on Sunday. Good morning. And you're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining us here at uh, Sagatuck on Sunday, airing live in beautiful downtown Sagatuck. We're high above land sharks. And that little ditty that you just heard was uh, cut from uh, the album uh, from James Reeser, The Backstreet Drivers. They'll be on at the 8 o'clock hour. That song called Kicking You Out. And go check out their webpage and website. We're going to have a special live acoustic performance. So I'm kind of excited to hear from them. And, uh, you know, despite this year's challenges, we've had a lot of them, um, is, uh, you know, you know where Wishbone Pet Alliance, you know where the, uh, the gift shop there is in Douglas? Have you guys ever shopped there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it's, uh, they've, uh, they're having, uh, de- between December 9th and the 13th, the uh, Bissell Pet Foundation is aiming to bring holiday hope to homeless pets across the country with its Empty the Shelters Holiday Hope event. And uh, uh, they're supporting about 170 shelters by offering reduced pet, uh, uh, reduced fee pet adoptions, including Wishbone Allegan County Animal Shelter and the Wishbone House. So you can go over there and, and adopt a pet right from... That location in Lewis? That's right. Blue it, yeah. Uh, the adoption fee is $25 with an approved application. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, so that's, uh, that's a lot cheaper than it usually is. And, uh, yeah, you could just, uh, walk there. You, you could also go to their website, 
um, at wishbonepetrescue.com. And their phone number is uh, toll-free, 800-475-0776. You've got some really cute little – they've got like a little petting area inside there where you can go check out the kittens oh, and fun. play with the little pets and check them out. And uh, so that's kind of cool, um, and that's a good thing for the community. So I did want to bring that up. And uh, you're thinking about Christmas gifts and you're thinking about supporting. You can make a donation to the uh, – to the foundation and uh, just give them a call or visit their website at Wishbone Pet Rescue and wanted to give them a shout out. We've got uh, now we've got uh, a special guest coming up uh, and uh, I want to get this disco ball ready and going because uh, here we have uh, working the runway right now, our disco queen. Here she comes. And hello, she's hello. I bring my own disco ball. <laughs> and let's give a big round of applause for Kim Newlands of Newlands Design and Interiors in downtown Douglas. She's located there at 25 Center Street and a uh, very talented girl, mother of two. Yes, very busy. Very uh-huh. busy. I well, came in with the band this morning. I've always wanted to say that, that I'm with, I'm the, with band. the band. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay, I'm with the band today. So thank you for getting up early with us and waking up with us. And, and Kim, tell us a little bit about yourself. I was, uh, uh, you know, I know you kind of personally, so I know that you're a graduate from Sagatuck High School. Yes, I'm an, a Sagatuck alumni. Gregory asked for a whole bunch of information on, on what to chat about, and I sent him three lines. My <laughs> name I sent and, him nothing. Yeah, my name and phone number, and I thought, whoa, maybe this is a setup. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in downtown Douglas. I've been there about four and a half years, and uh, I started with more of a retail store, and it's kind of evolved into um, custom custom designs. So I do custom painted furniture. I do some furniture restoration. Um, I'll do paintings. Uh, I do classes. Um, it's it's nice because I am my own boss, so I'm able to be flexible. Oh, so. there's nothing like being your own you boss. Know, you know, as COVID came and it's still here, I'm able to roll with the punches, and, and yeah. I'm quite busy. So yeah. life is good. Yeah. Life is good. Now, you do like kind of like restoration work, don't you? I do. Now, you know, there's a fine line between not painting everything. So as pieces <laughs> come in... You know, I really look them over. I, I know what their age is. I know what they're worth. And I, you know, kind of walk that fine line between do you paint it and give it new life or do you completely strip it and restore it? So I do both. Um, I don't really have a preference. I think each piece speaks for itself. So, you know, it, it's nice. I, I don't kind of fall into routine that way. So when you say pieces come into the shop... People bring you People their pieces, bring their an pieces. old dresser yes. or a chair yes. that they so want redone. I always say, especially this this time, I'm I'm so busy, my store looks a little brown because the pieces that I have to sell are unfinished. So people can come in and you know they might have to see a vision and they'll say, you know, I love this piece, but it's kind of brown. And I'll right. say, well, let's paint it pink or what, let's what do you do a, want. Or likewise, they'll come in and they'll say, oh, my grandma left me this hutch and I love it, but, you know, hutches, it's not really my style. And I said, well, let's think of a way to to fit your style and we'll kind of retrofit that and make it work for them. So a little of both, whether it's You went to school for interior design, didn't you? I actually went to school for architecture. Architecture. Yes, and I ran a building company outside of Ann Arbor for about 10 years. I had my real estate license and... I was going strong. I was on top of the world. And then I got a little too busy for my own britches and a husband and, and kids and 
I had no time for for me. So mm-hmm. we decided to, you know, my daughter was about school age, and we were looking at schools, and I said, well, I think I turned out all right. How about Saugatuck? And we basically flipped a coin between Saugatuck and Ann Arbor, and Saugatuck won out, so here yeah. we are. There's oh. nothing like living here in Saugatuck, I'll tell you. And it's a perfect place to raise kids. Yes. You yes. know, some people say, oh, it doesn't have this and it doesn't have that. But, you know, I'm talking, I grew up here <laughs> and chose to raise my family here as well. The school system's awesome. Yes. Um, the yes. community's awesome. Yes. And sometimes I think, are we living in some sort of sick fantasy world? You know, yes. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, we're you, kind of in a little you hear bubble. About all this, we're in a you know, happy all bubble. Drama, right. and it's wonderful. Yeah. Now, Aunt, but Ann Arbor is a very artistic community as well. Yeah, uh, there's a like, lot of culture there as well. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a mini Ann Arbor a lot. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the Ann Arbor's open 24 hours a day. You know, our hours are pretty much better have it done by eight and nine o'clock at night. But a little adjusting, but I still feel right at home, whether I'm here or. Or mm-hmm. Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. I had friends, uh, Kimberly and uh, C.J. Badgerack, they had uh, redone a chair, uh, refurbished a chair from the paint from your store, and uh, you helped guide them. So you also help people do it themselves as absolutely, well. Absolutely, absolutely. I actually encourage them to do it themselves because then I feel like there's a great sense of pride uh-huh. in their finish. Um, all of my paint is made in Michigan. It's all natural, no VOCs. I didn't know that. The, yes. The white yes. sour paint yes. is made it's in made Michigan. It's made in Howell, Michigan. Uh, now they've been expanding. They've been around for probably only five years. I was one of their first no retailers. Kidding. And they are getting big enough that they are now in Detroit Paint Company as well. So de- between Detroit and Howell, um, it's all made in Michigan, which is so super. All natural. You know, I get migraines from paint and, and I don't have any trouble with this whatsoever Hmm. so i love to walk people through the steps to finish their own piece and i watched a couple of your pop-up lives your little videos and uh, where you just say okay let's talk about this or brushes really informational and people can go back to your they can go to your facebook page Mm -hmm. and Click on videos, and they all pop up. Mm-hmm. Girl, you are busy. Yes. She is. You know, yes, videos. I am busy. And, and I wish you do I it were... so easily. Well, you know, you just kind of forget about the camera and, and talk about the piece. And, you know, there's a lot of times I'm in my pajamas, and I just kind of hop <laughs> on. And, you know, Can I got a, a question about what paintbrush to use, and a lot of times it's easier to just jump on live and actually show it right. rather than try to explain, to explain the process. It. So right. a lot of the lives are short. Um, I have a short attention span, so I try to keep it under three minutes. And, you know, I'm on there and it's full of information and it is something that you can go back and and kind of watch. And if there's not something there, if I'm missing something, then text me and I'll do a live and we'll get it figured out. So that's great. You don't have to be local to be able to. Ask me questions. How did you learn all of that California. stuff? How to do that? Did you just you well, know was it a hobby of yours restoring furniture or it was did you just not <laughs> actually my poor art teacher, Krista Wise, I I will admit it. I'm sorry, Krista. In high school <laughs> I told her there was no reason to have art that math was Oh, oh, my. Oh, gee. That was my favorite and, yeah, art. Then, I Kathy Moore. I kicked myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Krista. This is it. Official. <laughs> so I went to college, architecture, and, of course, math. 
exquisite with a little bit of art, but sure. it was math. You enjoyed math more I loved than it. art. Yes, Girl. I loved it. I couldn't get enough. Now, you've done a couple of events in town like DIY markets, right? Yes, I love hosting events. So yeah. the DIY market, we canceled this year, unfortunately. Right. right. But it is, um, it's kind of a twist on a traditional art fair. So it's a really a hands-on experience. So kind of like my live videos with painting, I go live at Berry Field, and I will paint a dresser for the day, or I'll restore a table. And likewise, people will be there, and they'll recane furniture, or they'll help you do a piece of art. So the Button Gallery participates a lot, and with kids, and it's a hands-on art experience. And it's so much fun, and I look forward to getting back to it next year. Good. Oh, well, um, now, but you don't just restore furniture like you've got gifts you've got a lot of different things in that yes, store you also I have do. have children's section don't you i do i love having a children's section it's probably a little selfish because i'm able to pull from it when i have to give gifts i think oh my gosh i have the cutest little baby booties i can just pull from so i really only go up to a size four but i do have baby clothes uh, i have some baby toys some learning toys I have handmade hats. Everything is made in the USA. Everything is locally sourced as much as possible. Everything is, um, you know, chemical-free, dye-free. I really try to keep it local and natural and environmentally wow. friendly. And that's a lot of work, finding it, that stuff. It's a lot of it's work. It's hard to find yes. things. <laughs> yes, really because is. I had a super order probably about eight months ago, and I was so excited for it. And I got it, and they told me it was from North Carolina, and I opened it, and it was not from the United States. It was from really another country who shall remain nameless. And <laughs> I was so upset that I ended up gifting the whole box because I thought I can't I right. can't carry it if it's not what I stand for. Right. So, so yeah, so very unique things too. I mean I've never seen anything yes. in your store uh, that, I, that I've seen anywhere else. No, so. similar to Patty, I really try hard to keep it unique. So my website I do have a website, newinsdesign.com um, but it's mostly for paint and and those pieces that I'm able to kind of get a few in bulk because right. otherwise I'm I'm a low small low people inventory. like us we aren't inventory yeah. deep on some of these no. unique things no. and it's just us and I don't want to haul stuff afterwards there so you, go. you know when Christmas is done I want exactly. to put my tree away I don't want to have to worry about what to do with twenty thousand dollars worth of inventory right. So. right. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, I remember, you know, you do do events. I remember last year you talked to me into the Derby Days yes. event in Douglas, yes. and that was a lot of fun. It was fun. And again, next year I'm hoping to do more of those. We actually have a whole calendar full of events. Uh, Renee from The Respite, uh, we came up with a whole calendar, January, February, March, and there's an event in every month. And every event... Um, complements one of our merchants. So one of our downtown merchants, whether it be an art gallery or a restaurant or a boutique or the pet store, Lakeshore Pets, we're able to really incorporate all of us into these events. So it's not just, you know, oh, Douglas is having a parade. It's a, a well-rounded, thought-out event so right. everybody can participate. Right, with other with lots of things going on, yes. different things yes. going on throughout the day. Yep. Yeah, so... And then likewise, I help with Innis Free Farms, I-N-S Free, I-N-I-S-F-R-E-E. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Just south of here, and they're an event venue. Yes. So we've been, the owner and I have really been coming up with some, you know, funky, cool things to do in 2021. And 
we might do um, a pet wedding and, you know, all sorts of fun right. things. So we really try to think out of the box. So the store is unique, but these events are unique as well. That's a great venue. I was just there the other day. I'm doing a wedding in August for a friend of mine there. Fancy. And uh, they just built the second barn type thing. Yeah, and it yeah. really is oh, a nice venue. And we're where, hanging the lights. Where, where did you say this is located? Well, it's actually a Pullman address. It's on 62nd Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, just maybe four miles north of South Haven. So mm-hmm. you're three minutes to South Haven, and I think it's an 18-minute drive from here. So nice. it's fantastic. Yeah, it really is, and it's free. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, and it's a wedding venue, uh, uh, convention, bed and breakfast. Yeah, there's 30 um, acres. Yeah, so it's quite a complex. restored an old barn, and, you know, my favorite part of it, there's so many great parts, but my favorite is we took an old bar from Chicago, that Al Capone was rumored to frequent, and we had it shift in and moved. And is so that the bar inside? It's a twenty-one foot bar, and that is because we talked about that bar. It's beautiful. Oh, yes. It really oh, is. I'll give yeah. tours. I'll give tours because oh, I, right. I love it. Thank wow, that's really fun. I didn't know you had a part to do with that. Yep, that's, yep. That's so I help with the design down there yeah. and tie it all together. Uh-huh. So that's that's really fun. Um, so at your store, like we have lots of gifts and things like that. And and what's going on in Douglas? I mean. I know we had a tree lighting ceremony this weekend, right? Yep, Just this past weekend. One, yep. That's uh, nice. Decorations look great. Yeah. They always look great. You know, it's always a work in progress. And and I love it because now Walter the Wonderful, you all know, is my best friend. And he can never stop. So him and I might be out and we might put up bows at 3 o'clock in the morning. And so we are not part of the official decorating committee, but mm-hmm. we love to. <laughs> but you do what? Yeah. That's I'm just good. Our two cents and yeah, right. enhance it a little bit. Sure. You know, I, I just love the Mayberry feel of Douglas. And, yeah. and I love that we're small and we are able to change quickly. So as, as COVID kind of changes or as, you know, anything that comes up through the year, we're able to You're stay on top of it and adapt. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Roll with the punches exactly. and get on. Walter the Wonderful, he's quite a character. I love and him. we all love him. Uh, he's he's our uh, our parade mascot and, and uh, really the Douglas mascot. Yeah. And a very positive guy. He uh, was a formal floral uh, designer and he still does. He you, yeah. he has silks, right? Uh, he does silks. Yep, and you silks sell those at your store? I do. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. I am exclusive Walter the Wonderful. So yeah. wreaths and florals and um, you know, might we might do them together. He might do them exclusively. And you know, I like to give him a little push and keep him going. But yeah, he's he's, he's like the biggest he's promoter of Douglas. Yeah. You'll see him on social media all the time. Oh, yeah. He hangs out at the coffee house there and talks to everybody. Yep, he would wander down all the way to the end of Center Street when we were in Douglas yes. and uh, yep. check things out. He yep. just kind of buzz by. Yep. You know, yeah. Buzzy. Yeah, he dresses up as a bee. He's got yep. this bee costume yep. and he and he joins in in all the parades uh, mm-hmm. and especially the Easter parade. So yeah. he's, yeah. A, he's a lot of fun with that. We're hoping to have those this year. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Right, exactly. We're getting a little antsy too like we might have to think outside the the box again so we're kind of like five steps outside the box thinking right now what can we do to to keep active because we get a little bored and we don't want to be dull so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know somehow we're going to think of a parade or a party or something (laughs) right right um but a lot of people don't know you know that there's a lot of good places to eat for lunch and good places to eat in douglas um, uh, back alley pizza is one of my favorites. Yeah. Now COVID is so funny. So, you know, normally I know exactly who is open and what their hours are. And unfortunately with COVID, you have to call ahead. Sure. So 
uh, borrowed time. I know they're doing exceptional things right now. They've got outdoor dining and mm-hmm. some heaters brought in. Matt Balmer at Everyday People. Of course, Kim and Tom at Coastal. They're doing fantastic things with the igloo. They've got those and little social igloos, dis- and they're so yes, cute. And they're you know, I went the for a ride the other too. night. I went for a ride just to yep. go around and see all the lights. And I went to Douglas. And I hear this music, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh. It, so I roll down the window, and they were just having a good time. Douglas is kind of hip. I'm like, we're how fun is cool. that? Douglas yeah. is cool. Renee at the coffee shop, you know, she stays on top of, of coffee trends. And so I love Douglas. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent, uh, on the duck boat, he hit... Given the rumor for Douglas to Beverly Hills of Sockatuck. Well, I won't say anything like that, but we're definitely Mayberry. You know, uh-huh. I just I love the hometown feel, and, and we know everybody. And well, I think you should Douglas, call it Mayberry, like Beery Field. No, talk about Beery Field. Um, how are you connected to that? Okay, um, Beery Field was named after my father-in-law Harold Beery, who was the um, village. Oh, he was head of the Department of Public Works over there. Your husband, he, Patty, uh, Don. Yeah, his, Don's, Don's dad, his Harold. Dad. Uh-huh. Um, he he did everything over there for years and years and years. You know, he put up all the Christmas lights um, with just a couple helpers. He mm-hmm. was the plow guy. He was the water guy. He kind of did it all. Uh-huh. And um, shortly before he retired, they they uh, named him Man of the Year in Douglas and. Named Beery Field after him. Huh. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. And it's Beery, not Barry. I always say it's Patty with an I, Beer with a Y. Beery. Why? Because that's how we spell it. It's Beery. Beery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Um, so uh, anything going on in December in Douglas, though? Are you guys, you know, the Lakeshore uh, Community Chorus, they're still doing their concert, but they'll be doing that virtual. Yeah. Um, so I know you guys are all getting creative with different things. Yeah, we don't have any official plans in the book, right. but everybody is open. Everybody is virtual, too. So a lot of Douglas has Facebook pages. Uh, there are a lot going live. There are a lot of... Um, websites and, and call ahead and, hey, do you have anything? And I know mixed media, John Thomas, he's he's retiring, which breaks my heart, but he's going to stick around and do a studio. And I know he's been him. busy, super yeah. busy. So, yeah. He's um, been one yeah. of so if How you long want do you think art, he's been in business? Uh, he, a long, long time. I, I don't know. Twenty something years yeah. in Douglas. In yeah, Douglas. because he was he was here before Douglas in Sagatuck. Oh, I bought some cool things yeah. at their uh-huh. store. Now Ed is doing um, custom woodworking now, and so they're both staying busy. And so again, it kind of you know a nod towards Douglas and, and the creativeness over there. Everybody's able to just adapt and, and keep going. John is a very talented painter. I've got one of his paintings on the wall there behind the Christmas tree there. And uh and uh he's uh very talented. Um I've known those guys for many years. Yeah. And um and uh, he, I, he was uh one of the folks at Douglas. He's open no matter what. He's always open. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's one yeah. thing my dad taught me. Reason why we're open seven days a week right. because it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have any business if you're not open. Sure. It's hard for people to say, okay, they're only open on this day, that day, but closed early on Tuesday or mm-hmm. whatever. And I know he was one of them 
when I was in Douglas, and he said something like, start with an open sign and just be open. Mm -hmm. You never know when somebody's coming. And some of our sales have come at some of the oddest hours, our best sales. Sure. And Land Sharks, right below us here, they stay open all the time. Right. Um, The other night, I looked down Butler Street, and it's not a soul on Butler Street. And I'm like, what a shame, because it looks so pretty this time of year. Land sharks and us were the only ones open. Mm-hmm. Well, I was shopping yesterday, and there were quite a few people out yesterday. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I know I walked into your store, tried to get your attention. You were busy ringing out people. Um, but it is nice to see the support this year and um, to see more people in town during the fall, winter season than we usually do. So, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I took a minute. Oh, I guess it's been two weeks. I'm not sure if the gal that um, works for you, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I've got a couple that helped me out. Well, you know, we had met and we were talking about doing these little short uh, video promos uh-huh. for right. for Saga Tech. So we met a couple of times. And I, and I told Kim, I said, I never get to get out to other shops. And I think I'm going to just need to put that on my schedule. So... A couple weeks ago, I think two weeks ago on a Saturday, I was done at 3 and I thought, well, I can go home, put my pajamas on and saddle in for the night or I can trot over to Douglas. So I went over to Douglas specifically to see you because, you know, we work the same hours, so it's mm-hmm. it's impossible for me to, to go over there. And, I, and you weren't there. But I did see your shop and it looked Thank beautiful. You. And I'm Thank like, you. oh, I need to come back. And I went across this street to um, Endora. And Dora's fantastic. I had never been Lane. in there. Yep, Lane and is And I ended up spending about a half hour in there talking with her about this, that, and the other thing. Yes. What a friendly gal. Yeah. And her shop was so pretty. I yes. could have spent a ton of money. I ended up just getting one card that I needed. But, now, um, she is a social media guru, too. She so is. And I she knows Instagram. She is an Instagram celebrity. I might have to I think hire she her to help me. 12,000 followers. You know, for us, that's big time. So, that's yeah, huge. She's our, she's our celebrity. You know, I'm happy when I get two likes. And that's right across the street. Street from you, and Dora. Right on the corner, uh-huh. Spring and Center, Where the bookstore used, used to be. Next to Brackett and Company, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. We'll have Heather Ray's on next week, um, and uh, she's over there at Brackett and Company. And used to be Heather Kennedy. Yeah. And uh, she'll be on next week. Mm-hmm. Brand's daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. I know. And, and uh, she'll be on next week. They're talking about opening up a new restaurant coming up in Douglas. So that's kind of exciting. So we'll find out from her about that. Um, so, um, what do you, in the wintertime, are you open all year round? I'm open year round. And, and Patty kind of mentioned something about me not being there on Saturday. And well, I'm always a little flighty. Like, I'm always running. I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning. With right. Two kids and, and the store. And I do some design work, too. So, if I'm not there, I might be out measuring for a kitchen cabinet or a custom order or picking up something. So... If I'm not there, I like to post my phone number everywhere because it doesn't necessarily mean I'm not working. It just means that I might not be at the store right then. So, but I so encourage people to yeah. call me or text me. And, and often I'm there after 8 o'clock, so the kids might go to bed, and that's when I am in my pajamas, and I'm over there, and I might be working till midnight. And the door is open. You, you can come in at 11 thing. o'clock if you want because it's just me and my music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and things you can't get done when there are customers in the store. Exactly. You know, like some deep cleaning and dusting, and there's always something to be dusted. Yeah. Right. Um, my mom always used to say, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. But, you know, sometimes there's nobody in the store. As soon as I start a project, 
you can bet that's when somebody's going to come in. So I try not to tear it up. While, while well, I always I'm, tear it up. When so I come down there. and Gregory mentioned, you know, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. There she is. Tweaking thinks I'll be yep. in the window like, wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's always something to be done with the business. Absolutely. And then you're never done. You go yep. home. And it's, I need to do this, and I have to do that, and I should get this done and that done and everything. But it's an amazing feeling. I it love is. it. It is. I love it. it. Mm-hmm. I haven't made my millions yet, but I'm happy <laughs> happy to go to work every single yeah. day because yeah. I enjoy it so yes. much. Yeah, yeah. You have to enjoy what you do. I do. Um, I do. You know, to be a small business owner. Yeah. Um, small business owners are people that have huge dreams and little pockets, yeah. and uh, and somehow you know we we get through it, and yep. and uh, I'm very proud of all of our merchants here and how they've sucked through everything that's going on. And so, Ken, when you're not at 25 Center Street downtown Douglas, people can call you at 616-836-9439, or they can visit your website at newonesdesign.com. Absolutely, or Facebook, or Instagram, or Pinterest. So. You- if you Pinterest. Pinterest, yes, I've taken over the Pinterest world. So <laughs> it's all under Kim Nguyen's design. Um, you know, I like to think I was creative with everything but the name. When it came to naming my store, I thought, well, I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? What do you name a store? It's just Kim Nguyen, so there it sticks. So why not? Yeah, if you're looking for a project, a color inspiration, Pinterest, I have quite a few of my past pieces posted and. Then videos, of course, on Facebook and Instagram. So right, right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for Thanks being for with us and waking up us early, having you. your coffee with us this morning. <laughs> thank, uh, you. thank you very much, uh, Kim Newlands of Kim Newlands Design and Interiors. And we're happy to have you. It is seven fifty-nine. We're gonna we're gonna cut for a little commercial break. Gotta pay the bills. But when we come back, we're going to have a special acoustic performance. I've, oh, I'm excited. I've got a musical Whoa. guest. She's with and the band. never before. <laughs> I promise I won't play this time. I won't. <laughs> and that's coming up. You are listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back. Good morning and welcome to Saugatuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saugatuck, Douglas area. Saugatuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saugatuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, Gregory Muncy with Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. You, that musical guest, they're playing live right now.
<laughs> That's Woo! James Reeser. Awesome, awesome, great job, you guys. Wow, they're they're doing this right in my apartment, my little apartment here. They're all set up. We've got we the are ba- literally with the band. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we want to welcome James Reeser and the backseat drivers to Sagatuck on Sunday. We want to welcome you at the eight o'clock hour here. Grab another cup of coffee, and uh, James Reeser on vocals, Marcus Giddings on guitar. Dan Mish on drums, and Charles Johnson on bass. His bass barely fit into my apartment, but he's kind of crowded up in here. And uh, James, welcome to the show. Hello, people out there in Radio Land. And uh, and want to thank you for coming in and speak up to the mic there. Yeah. And and, and uh, James, how has uh, how have you how's the band been going? What's what have you guys been up to? We know you're not well, playing at the sandbar. Like, uh, a lot of musicians, nobody's working right now. Uh, but we are working on new material, so we're going to break out with a bunch of stuff uh-huh. uh, at some point when everybody's able to get out and enjoy live entertainment. Okay. Uh huh. Now, you've been the house band over at the Sandbar for a long time, haven't you? Well, kind of the house band, not necessarily, but we do play there often. Yeah, yeah, I like to say that because... Years, yeah. Yeah. Home away from home, we love that place. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So what's going on at the Sandbar? Do you know any of the... I've, I've heard rumors around town. And yeah, there are rumors. Uh, <laughs> I'm in close contact with the owner, Bill, and uh, Pete, the manager. I talk to them regularly. The Sandbar has not been sold. It's not officially for sale, although everything is for sale. Uh they will be reopening. Uh, Bill has no debt whatsoever, uh, so the sandbar can remain closed for, uh, you know, basically an indefinite amount of time. Uh-huh. And then we'll reopen when it's safely allowed to reopen. Once it's safely allowed. It's too, too small in there for social distance, distancing to make it uh, financially worthwhile. Right, right, right. So at some point when we're allowed to... When Everybody's allowed to come out. It will reopen. So, did you guys have any gigs at all this year? Uh, we had uh, three. <laughs> <laughs> and was that earlier in the year? Or? Um, yeah. Uh, where did we play? Uh, we played uh, Salem out, Township. Salem Township. And, the uh, uh, Beats on Bates thing over there in Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Oh, that's right. We I forgot about the Kalamazoo. We played Beats on Bates in Kalamazoo, and then uh, our last show was uh, we had a private private event locally here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. How long have you guys been playing? Um, well, I've been doing it for 40 years. Well, uh, I don't know about these gentlemen. I've been going five years with you now. So. Yeah, but he's been with us. Yeah, five years. Uh, I've had varying musicians through the years and, you know, varying lineups of the band. Uh, people come and go. People move. People, uh, you know, they want to seek other types of music. So it's just music. That's the way it works. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Um, so, what else? Let's see. What else do you do besides a musician? You're because you've got a full time job, right? You have to pay the yeah, bills. Yeah. Well, I own my own company. <laughs> uh, I can make anything out of metal. It's what I tell people. It's kind of broad, but it's true. Uh, some of you here locally might have seen some of the uh, boats coming out of Tower Marine over there. Some friends of mine and I, we work together, Anderson Boatworks, and we build big boats. We built six water taxis for Chicago River and various. Wow. Wow. Aluminum. Primarily work with aluminum. Built here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, right. Yeah, get closer to the mic. There you go. I don't know. I'm scared of microphones. <laughs> I know. There's really? intimidating about these big microphones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I do. Right. Right. Um, so, 
you guys performed three times this year. That was it, right? And I see some of the bands doing like virtual videos and uh, and uh, doing virtual concerts. Have you guys thought about doing any of those? We did discuss that uh, early on, and we had tentative plans of doing that, but I, I don't recall why we did not follow through with that. Mm-hmm. You revisit that, maybe. Uh, there, there's so many of us that miss you here in town yeah. on, on your Sunday jam over there. I know. Oh, you we, could hear it all it the too. way down Butler we Street. We, uh, believe me, all musicians are really uh, missing performing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what would make me feel better since I miss you so much? Why don't you guys, I know we, we cut in a little bit late and we didn't get to hear that whole song. We can do it. Would you guys like to do a little another ditty for us? That's why our... Listeners are here. They want to hear you guys play. <laughs> uh, James Reese are here. The backseat drivers, they focus on a variety of styles and first-generation electric blues, uh, keeping it new while, while maintaining a traditional feel. So that's, I got that from your website. Yeah. <laughs> here they are, James Reese and the backseat drivers. Take it away, guys.
Dave Fraser and the backseat drivers. It was nice to have you guys yeah, here today. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, now, uh, tell me, uh, where can I find your music? Where, I mean, if I wanted to buy a CD, yeah, how do I get one? Well, for that, we'll get our media guy, Dan Mesh, our drummer. Yeah, uh huh. And uh, he's better talking about that. Where is that, Dan? How do I get one? Well, you can find us just about any streaming site, Spotify, YouTube Music, Amazon.com, iTunes, any anywhere that you would buy your music digitally. Uh-huh. We do have uh, CDs as well, and get on our mailing list, send us a, uh, an email message, uh, message us on Facebook, we'd be happy to get something to you. Yeah, I see your Facebook page, and you've also got a website, that's James Reeser and the Backseat Drivers.com. Yeah, JamesReeser.com. JamesReeser.com, and that's going to take me right to where I can purchase some of these? Or You can, yeah, there's a mailing list over to the side, I there's see. links uh-huh. to our Facebook and all of our social media, so you can get a hold of us, and we'd be happy to, to hook you up. Well, awesome, awesome, awesome. So you guys all uh, excited about uh, next year and starting to book already? Have you had anybody reach out? No, we haven't done any book. We, have, we were discussing it uh, and places to reach out to. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of venues haven't been able to weather the storm right. and have disappeared. Uh-huh. So nobody knows what the future holds for live entertainment. Uh, we do feel that it does create a vacuum of sorts for perhaps new venues to pop up. Uh-huh. Because people are hungry for live entertainment, you know. Uh, live entertainment, be it sports or music or whatever it may be. People escape from life, you know, all the problems going on. So for a few hours or a few minutes, they can escape from all the problems going on. And uh, I think we'll come back come back with a vengeance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know uh, we've had you at Music in the Park, and uh, I'm looking forward to booking you guys for 2021. And uh, we're still planning on having that event. We might have to have a few of our first concerts over at Coughlin Park um, because they will be building More a new. They'll be building out. a new pavilion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, over nice at uh, Wicks Park, which is pretty exciting, sure. and a new venue for the bands and for performances. And I saw the, the preliminary for a, a version of the big pavilion was burned back in what's sixty. May of 16. Uh A big dance hall that burned to the ground. But I guess this is going to be something that looks similar to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They have a couple different designs. I know they've pulled back from that design, and now they're they're working Ah. with another really nice design as well. Okay. And they're working with the donor, you know, uh, Jim Selman, who donated $100,000. In, uh, uh, and and uh, which was in honor of his uh, partner who had passed away, mm-hmm. and and uh, so they'll be using that, and then and then some more funds to uh, build the new structure. They're going to break ground, I believe. The plan so far is around May, 
and then and then probably finish by I'm thinking end of June. It's or maybe beginning of July. So wow. we'll be scheduling music in the park uh, over there and making it safer. Uh, there is more room to spread out over there, so it might be at Coughlin Park this year. So, okay. You so, yeah. mentioned that you um, played a private event. Uh, do you do that? Do you book oh, sure. um, different, you know, maybe 50, 60th birthday parties, anniversaries, weddings, that All kind of above. stuff? Yes. Yep. Uh, yes. Yep. Um, that last party, that was a birthday party, was it not? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. How fun yeah, would we that have be? done weddings and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say, holy harmonica. When you said, where's my case? And you opened up that little wooden case. There's 12 harmonicas in there. You know, that's something I always wanted to learn. And I swear before I turned 70, which is quite a ways off, of course. <laughs> right. I can see my sister now shaking her head. I want to learn to play the harmonica. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could give lessons. Well, I used to give <laughs> lessons uh, years ago. Uh, but my time is spread so thin because right. I am self-employed. Uh, right. But... Uh, sometimes I can make. How did you sure. learn? I'm uh, self-taught. Uh, years ago, when I was out on the East Coast, I actually lived out on Cape Cod, and we are now in the little Cape Cod of the right. Midwest here in Saugatuck. Mm-hmm. I lived out there, and I was in a band on the guitar, and we had a phenomenal harmonica player. And he showed me a couple. Of, which you can't really show. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah, it's hard anyway, to. You, it's like you don't push this things, note or and, that note. Uh, I kind of took to it naturally. It, guitar was always hard work, uh, uh-huh. but the harmonica just kind of came natural to me. So here I am. Yeah, you're really amazing on the harmonica. <laughs> I love harmonica. I mean, and you know, we're trying. They're you know, we're, so we're, we're this is a new show, so we're trying a lot of new things out and technical things, and so we're hoping that you went through our microphone uh, to our. To our listeners, and and uh, they got a really good taste of you. I know I'm going to want to have you do another song before we say goodbye. Sure. Um, but uh, but uh, Marcus, come on up to the microphone. So Marcus Giddings here. Yeah. And I uh, and uh, he's uh, been playing guitar. Now you are you're the newest band member. I'm actually the I'm, oldest. You're the I'm oldest. The, I'm the youngest. He's the I'm youngest. He's a baby. Longest, so yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, so how long have you been playing with the so band? I've been with James for. I think going on six years now. I actually met him at the jam here at the sandbar. So, uh huh, uh-huh. you play guitar. Do you play anything else? Do you play um, any other? A little other? bit of bass. They're tuned the same, so it's a little similar. But I leave uh-huh. that to Charles. So. Uh huh. Right, right, right. So this is probably kind of fun for you guys to get your instruments out and, and give yeah, them a little we don't pounding. Do a lot of acoustic stuff. So yeah, this is nice. Do you guys get together and have jam sessions, even though um, you're not really performing regularly? We- not really. We haven't during during the pandemic really at all. Um, we've had a few rehearsals, but yeah, not not a lot. So we're looking forward to getting back to it, though. Well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, um, now you also do something outside. Uh, I do. Yep. Yeah, I work with metal too, actually. So. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I work at a little shop in uh, right in Holland here. So. Oh, okay. Okay, very good. Um, so uh, we're going to ask you guys to to come on. Hey, Charles Johnson, come on up here to the microphone. Let, let me get. Somebody's got to hold that big bass. That is huge. <laughs> it's bigger than you are. And so you're you're a newer member than that little kid, huh? I, I'm the newest guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little bit of a tan, but yeah, I'm, I'm the new guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, um, so and and so, how long have you been playing with the band? I've actually been with the James for a little bit over a year. Yeah, about a, a, a year and a couple of months now. You should see how big this space is. It looks like I mean, it's, it's bigger than any piece of furniture in yeah, the house. Yeah, my mother mentioned to play the piccolo, but this is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my baby. That's Pepper. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. 
Well, we want to thank you guys for being on. I'm going to ask you guys to uh, to to jam. Hey, us what's going on in Sagatuck on Sundays? And, a uh, little bit of everything. And James, so back. Where can I find this? I can go to your website. I can go to your Facebook page. Yeah. You're available for parties. Is that correct? Uh, anywhere. Uh huh. Socially distanced parties, of yes, course. Family uh, parties. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh huh. And um, so they can go to your web page. Do you have a phone number? Do you have uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, I'm not get and your website? Right. Exactly. I <laughs> have a phone number and uh, you can reach out through. Yeah, because the sand bar is closed, I can't find it on the bathroom wall there anymore. So. <laughs> Bill's a great guy. Um, He really is. And, you know, he expresses concern not to open the sandbar uh, uh, because of how narrow it it was. And and he just didn't feel like he could, uh, you know, you know, uh, safely, safely socially it, distance right? while you're walking. I mean, if right. you're walking to the bathroom, how narrow it is, you're going to be within six feet of people. So, yeah. and I know that was a big concern of his. So, as soon as they lift the restrictions, he's ready to open. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. They're yeah. ready to go at any time. But, uh, and so when they do, you're there on Sundays usually, right? Uh, the well, fr- wait a minute, the first Sunday? The first Sunday of every month from uh-huh. 3 to 7 in the afternoon. So it's not a late night uh, like bar gigs. That's good because right. the older we get, yeah, yeah. you know, right. Nine o'clock is a new midnight. <laughs> yeah, so three to seven, but the first Sunday of every month, yes. Okay. Well, this is James Reeser in the backseat drivers. They're going to do a little tune for us again as we head on into our next hour. Our next guest at 830 will be Steve Williford from the Sagatuck Village Players, the Christmas Carol, and he's also a massage therapist. So we'll find out about that, too. A lot of people didn't know, maybe didn't know that Scrooge also does massages. So, hey, you guys, <laughs> like to kick it off. And thanks, <laughs> thanks again for being with us, James Reeser and the Backseat Drivers. Just letting all these songs that we're performing for you today are all original tunes written by us. All original music by James Reeser. Take it away.
listen to you guys all day long right here so in your apartment for, i know isn't that awesome? <laughs> it's awesome that was a free concert for me yeah that's that's what this was um hey you guys thanks for coming in i want to thank you for coming in it's getting close to 8 30 it's time for a break i'd like to thank our sponsors charming saga tech rentals the interurban transit authority back to the fuchsia flower shop and Mill Pond Realty. We'll be back with Steve Williford. Also, he's brought to his wife Janice, but also known as the Scrooge. Steve is here from the Sagatuck Village Players uh, talking about the Christmas Carol. What's going on this year? And uh, we'll be back right after these messages. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. And we're back. Welcome back to Saga Tuck on Sunday. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cup of coffee. We want to thank you for being with us this morning. And we've got a special guest with us. And we'd like to uh, let you in on the lowdown on what's going on with the Saga Tuck Village Players and the Christmas Carol play. And we'd like to introduce, welcome... Welcome to the table. Steve Williford and Janice are here. Let's give them a big round of applause. Welcome, you guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) And I want to thank you for being with us and waking up in the morning. Steve, I know you, and I've known you for uh, quite a few years, uh, working with the uh, Sagatuck Village Players and the Christmas Carol. It's been my honor for the last couple of years to... To play Bob Cratchit. It's indeed true. Yeah. We'll be walking all day tomorrow, I suppose. <laughs> now, um, a lot of people don't know, and I said that before, that you're also a massage therapist. That is true. And so we find you, we'll find you at the uh, Uncommon Grounds, and you have a table set up back there. And No, I, I do a chair uh, massage back there. It's it's not. Oh, okay. Chair massage versus a table massage. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's different. And it's. I wasn't there this summer. Right, of um, course. We'll, we'll see what next year brings. Yeah, yeah. So you probably didn't get a whole lot of business that way this that year, did right. you? That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. It's been a quiet year. Yeah. So um, I hear you're doing the radio circuit here in Saugatuck. It's true. And you were yesterday, you appeared on The Grind with uh, Mike Johnson over there. That is true. Great, great show that he does. And I've uh, been on that show many times as well. And, uh, Are there more radio shows we need? To I don't, I'll let you know. Okay. There, it might okay. be another block away. Who knows? Radio Sagatuck. Radio Sagatuck, right, exactly. Um, so what's going on with the uh, Sagatuck Christmas Carol this year? Well, this year we are planning, we are, we're getting set up now to uh, put the show online. We have uh, got a 
fairly decent recording of last year's show that we're happy with, and we're going to put that online and have it sort of as a, a pay-per-view and then a pay-what-you-can sort of scenario. Sure, sure. And that, that we'll be able to find that online. Uh, and how could I... How could I find that? Is it going to be on our website? Or well, first website? off, it, it will be uh, posted on our Facebook page. Oh, okay. So social media. Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. Um, past people that have bought tickets in the past will probably get an email from me if I have your email address. Um, and uh, I will be sending that out once I've got this particular site up and running, which I expect to have up and running like the middle of this, this coming week. Now, how long has the Christmas Carol been going on in Saugatuck? How many years? This would be the 34th year. We started at the, the December of 1987. Mm-hmm. It was a lot quieter there. Mm-hmm. Were you yeah. part of the original cast then? I was. I was, I was. I was cast as Scrooge at that point in time. And you've been Scrooge ever since? I've been Scrooge ever since. In fact, I've even gotten mail, you know, back when um, postal regulations were a little bit more lenient. I would get mail put in my P.O. box that just was addressed Scrooge Saugatuck. Oh. It was sort of like, you know, the miracle on 34th Street that when somebody sort of said they were Santa, then the postal service delivered all the mail. Yeah. And I sort of felt like, you know, there were probably others in Saugatuck that deserved it more than me. But nonetheless, I gave them a face to Scrooge and therefore right. I got the mail. Well, so who? How did you get the experience? Why, how did you get into acting? Have you done any other acting outside of I've that? I've done a lot of acting outside. Not much else in the the recent past, but in Memphis, I did a lot of theater with uh, uh, theater Memphis and opera Memphis and um, even ballet Memphis a little bit. But uh, um, then moved to Chicago in '86 um, and was cast here doing summer stock at the Red Barn in '87, which sort of Led to my being Scrooge here in '87. Now I was reading two. You've been in 225 productions. About 220. About that. Uh huh. Don't uh-huh. don't ask me to uh-huh. rattle them. Shakespeare. Here. Oh yes, yes, yes. A lot. Of so you've got a Shakespeare background. That's very yes. impressive. Yeah. I've even done a really nice. Uh, back in the early '80s, I was involved in a Shakespeare workshop at uh, Stores Connecticut at the University of Connecticut there. Um, that had a lot of people from RADA and Lambda and Ballet Rambert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm working with you. I know how patient you are. Humbug. Working with lots of <laughs> <laughs> um, working with lots of kids, and and you know you really take a lot of care in this production. You're really the 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 whole production. Well, you you actually uh, a good steward of taking care of uh, all of the uh, the set pieces and and because I've helped you put that set together. Yeah. And it's a process. It is a process. This screw yeah, yeah, goes yeah. in this hole, yeah, and this yeah. screw doesn't go to any other That's screw. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's And pretty... this light bulb goes in this fixture. Don't put that light bulb anywhere else. And this is the way we unpack the trailer, and this is the way we have to pack the trailer just so everything can fit. It's quite a it's process. Like a, it's like a puzzle, a big puzzle. It really we're is. All, we're always looking for volunteers, yeah. though, and, and extra people to help because we really like the production to keep going. Sure. It's a, a great sort of community thing. So we we always are looking for friendly people like yourself that want to pitch in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so now this has been, let's see, so if it's been 33 years, how many, how many cast members are in this play? 
Because well, everybody's been in it in town. Oh, my kids were in it. Two yeah. of my kids yeah. were in it yeah. in yeah. the yeah. same yeah. year, but it was still at the Congregational Church. Okay. So okay. I don't know. Because we started I, at All Saints back in 87. Right. And in 92, or 93, maybe 92 is the last year we were at All Saints. And 93, we were at the First Congregational Church. Right. My son Kyle was uh, Tiny Tim one year. Yes. And Katie was um, one of the Cratchits. And I have to tell you, Kyle was absolutely terrified of you. And, <laughs> and there was, at the end of the performance, they did, um, sitting on the stairs at the Congregational Church inside, um, the whole cast, and they put Kyle right on your lap. And I have the most amazing pictures of him with terrified looks on his face and, and crying. You can tell, you can tell in the pictures. And, but he absolutely loved being in it. Oh, good. It's just, you know, now they're putting him on your lap. And it's like, oh my gosh. And he's so mean. You know, I, when I was little, I never could watch a full production of it. I couldn't watch it on TV. I was, I was too scared. It, it of everything. was, you know, yeah. as a kid, that, yeah. that's yeah. kind of scary. And the ghosts, yeah, yeah. The ghosts right. And the rattly chains. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we usually yeah. have like, every year we have a four or five year old get terrified. Children that cry. Yeah. When the rattly chains are a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh no. Or when I sort of do the walk right. around, there was uh, even on this video that we were putting up on the air. I, I do this sort of a walk around the theater while Scrooge is going from his workplace to his home. And I'm sort of humbugging and yelling at crowd people. And I yell humbug, and this little baby goes, oh, and I go, oh, no. <laughs> I have a sign in my uh, storefront window. It says, no humbugging. Oh, no no humbugging. Yeah. Yeah. It pulled up right there. I'm like, oh, you know, this might be good for me at home. There are times when he's in character, and he's on the stage, and we're backstage. And it's hard to keep that laughter down. Well, oh, yeah. You know, and, and every year, like, you know, it's not like you always know it because Steve really puts a little – there's always something different to, you know, Scrooge. You yeah, know, you always yeah. add a little something to it, your little ooze and your little, you know, and uh, you just have good timing. And, and and I think that's that that makes yeah, well. Yeah. We've all enjoyed yeah. it so much over the years, and I've had people come in the store and they're like, "Are they doing the production of Christmas Carol?" And unfortunately, no. And they said, "Well, we kind of knew that, but we thought we'd ask yeah, anyway." Yeah, yeah. But um, so, if I wanted to share this information, I would direct them to the Sagatuck Christmas Carol Facebook page, that is mm-hmm. and they can get the information that they need to find out how they can watch it. That's true. The yes. virtual. Yes. You know, we need about two or three days before that's up and running. Okay. And then we hope to have that up through the Christmas holidays. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. In fact, well, that's awesome. we're not bound by our usual performance times now. So, I mean, I think you'll be able to start watching this coming Wednesday. Okay. Um, and uh, it should be up maybe through the the first of the year. Well, we'll know. do our best to share that's that information right. yeah. because people are really missing that. You know that I mean that's just part of Christmas and Sagatuck yeah. forever. You know, 33 years they hold about a hundred people, about average about a hundred per show in that little theater here at the women's in the club. women's club. Yeah, and they do eight shows every year, and so I and I did the math and times 33 years. That's so far. Steve Williford and the Sagatuck Village players together have entertained over 26,000 people <laughs> over the yeah, course, yeah, at yeah. least. Yeah. You know. if, as long as we could pack about that many people into the theater. Yeah. 
there was one year we would have a blizzard every night of the show. Uh-huh. So there might be, you know, two or three people that showed up in the audience looking dazed, you know, right, and wondering what they were doing there. But, uh, um, yeah, in fact, that year was a really uh, a bust mm-hmm. as far as the box office goes because mm-hmm. we put way more money in it than we got out of it. But uh, um, And, well, you were saying uh, numbers. You were saying numbers, but uh, as far as being in the cast, we figure, like, Christmas Carol has done about 900, has had about 900 cast members. Wow. Over the, the community. Wow. We've talked about having a reunion, haven't we, of having, you know, all the... I'm thinking about making a big book instead of having cast list by year and then cast list by character, where who played Tiny Tim. In fact, I was thinking we need a league of Tiny Tim players, because one night coming out of the First Congregational Church, um, I was sort of shaking hands and wishing audience members, you know, a good evening and thanks for coming to the show. And this very tall fellow came up and said, oh, I really enjoyed the show. I don't thank you very much. And he sort of looked at me and says, do you know who I am? And I looked up at him and said, no. And he goes, I was Tiny Tim the first year. Oh, my. And I go, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> And to make you feel old, right? (laughs) Well, old and and shrunken. Yeah, right. Shrunken. Tiny tiny Tim is now towering over me. Um, Well, we've had a father and daughter, Tiny Tim, as well. I think David downstairs was. Father Father Cratchit and Tiny Tim. No, I think they were both Tiny Tim at two different times. That's right. So David played Tiny Tim. David from Landsharks played Tiny Tim, and then his daughter played Tiny Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim years later. So So keeping it in the family. Yeah, right, right. So where does the money, the profits go to? I know you do this voluntarily. You don't, you don't get a paycheck. You don't, it, you, um, I know that, uh, you make improvements over the years. I know, uh, several years ago you told me you had, you told me about buying the lights and the, uh, the, uh, equipment. Stands and and, and all that that's necessary. And um, uh, but you give to some wonderful charities in our town. Yeah, in we our town, that a, uh, three four years ago, we started having some really great box offices, and we had a surplus. And the last few years, we've um, tried to keep in mind of Dickens' kind of idea of what he would want to happen. So we've made donations to the um, Saugatuck Douglas Library. Um, but we've also done food pantries um, with the idea that Dickens would love the idea of people being fed at Christmas time. So Christian Neighbors has been one that we've donated to re- uh, several times. And um, Children's First Lakeshore, Feeding Kids, um, mm-hmm. that we've done that and so forth. So those are some of the charities that we, we've actually given thousands to yeah. uh, over the last few years. And our hope for this online um, pay-for-view uh, we're hoping people donate, and we can give about 90% of that to those same charities that we have in the past. Right. That would be really what we would just love to have happen. Right. Um, Christian Neighbors, I checked out their new pad. Oh, I have. Have you seen? Oh, it's beautiful. Over at the community church. Yeah, they're over at Douglas Community Church now. They were over at the Catholic Church yeah. for many years. And they're yeah. doing a major overhaul over there at the catholic church yes yes they are so christian neighbors had to move out of there and their new home yes and it is beautiful it's like walking in a grocery store and they've got the way they've got everything laid out it it really they did really a nice job now children's first lake shore tell me a little bit about that organization i you know i don't know much about it now they they focus on feeding 
children? Is it? I think the focus is on kids, and that's how they have organized. Um, mm-hmm. It's a relatively new organization. I think last year is the first. Last year or two years ago. Is the first that we gave some money in that direction. Um, and it was started as, I think, based on the kids that don't um, have a paid school lunch, then also need to have some help at dinner time and have and um, breakfast too. Yeah, meals at other time. And so mm-hmm. that's, I think, where the concept of that particular program. Right. And that's, right. that's a local program. And, yeah. Uh, so... Well, that's great. That's great that you keep it local. Yeah, and we could people can find more out of, about that by just googling children's first first lake shore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's run I think out of a I think it is sort of not underneath but beside Christian neighbors, and I think they do a lot out of the community church as well. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, with the Christmas Carol, let's go back to that for a minute. Um, you have you played Scrooge before? Not since I got to Saugata. Not since you got to... I've been Scrooge here for going 34 years now. Uh-huh. But, uh, before I got to Saugata, I was in a production of Christmas Carol since 1979, except for the year of 1986 when I moved to Chicago. And I came up through the ranks. I uh, played... Uh, actually, the first year I was backstage, uh, I was a window unit that uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past would fly through. And I was, <laughs> bag, you know, lying... On the other side, the, the the backstage side of the window unit, banging the windows together and all like that, and Scrooge would come and close <laughs> them and humbug over me and that sort of thing. But uh, um, then got on stage and was a suit bender. And there was one point in time I I understudied the role of Topper. Uh, Topper is a character in uh-huh. Fred's party scene. And, uh, um, well, there's interesting stories about that. But... Uh, um, I sort of came up through the ranks. I had one point in time to understudy Scrooge, but they gave that to a passing Englishman who was coming through Memphis, and um, I think his name was John Foley. John Foley, humbug on you. Um, (laughs) um, But uh, moved to Chicago, then started being Scrooge and Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I bet you missed being in the parade this year as well. Oh, yes, that's... uh, did you see the shovel brigade? They were out yesterday. No, I, I they I took just, to the streets. They yeah. weren't. They weren't out when I came through early in the morning for Mike's show. Mm-hmm. I think they were still all mm-hmm. snuggled in their beds. Have you ever thought of doing any more than just one production? Because you do the winter production every year. You ever think about doing a summer production when the tourists are in town? Well, I think I would have more trouble doing a summer production than I have during a winter production. Mm-hmm. Because part of the winter trouble is getting everybody there to rehearsals. I mean, there's too much going on. And in the summertime, there is way too much going right. on. Right. They have and summer I, jobs. Yeah, they have and, summer jobs. They right. have yeah. summer fun. And um, um, I still think about it. I just don't know exactly the vehicle for that. Who's, now, I know you guys started this play. What was the reason for the play? Uh, just to do something? In- Basically, it was promoted by Felicia Fairchild. Who, uh, in the CVB? I think this was before the CVB came into um, existence. Yeah. Um, she did it and underwrote it to bring more of a season to Saugatuck so that it would be an, a tourist attraction. Uh-huh. So we were sort of doing a Victorian Christmas sort of thing there then. Sure. Um, and the coach rides and all like that started. Uh-huh. I remember when I started coming here more in the summer 
like three or four years into Sagatuck, I came up for a wedding once and was sort of walking around town. And the shop owners would see me, and all of a sudden, so I'd be sort of like a harbinger of winter and desolation. And I said, no, no, not you. You shouldn't be here now. Go, 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 go away, go away. And sort of chased me out of their shop. Um, <laughs> but, but they liked me when I came back in the wintertime. Right, right. Yeah. But right. yes, it was more to extend Saugatuck's tourist season, mm-hmm. how we got set up. And then we were uh, uh, when the CBB started, we sort of followed under that look and finally... Alicia was ready to have done with this, and so we bought the production from her. Right. Maintained it. And has continued to maintain it. Very, very good. Um, well, um, I wanted to also ask you, do you think that uh, you think we'll have the play next year? Oh, we hope so. We hope so. Everybody's hope so. hopeful for I that. Had, uh, early on. It is a small theater. Yeah, um, I guess it was in October some point in time. I got a call from one of the, the high school students who had been in the cast, and she said all the all the, the – that cast, the, the young adult cast, really wanted to do the show. Is there anything they could do to help us put the show on? They wanted to do fundraisers that maybe we could extend our season at the women's club and pay for that and, you know, all like that and spread people about the audience. And, I mean, backstage is so close and so tight and so much going on. And the cast, I mean, even the audience, even limited to 100, it's pretty it's very tight. In the yeah. women's club, and if we even went to 25% of that, it, I don't think we would make a money, enough money a night to, to pay the rent. Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. So what about a venue like the SCA? Have you ever entertained that? I think that, that would cost more. It would cost yeah. a lot of money, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Do you, um, so what do you do with all the costumes? What do you do, where do you put, do you store those? And you take care, are you the, are you the keeper of all well, of that? That's gotta be quite a project. There's things in our home, but we also have a storage trailer that goes into a, a building. Okay. So that's where the, uh, some of the props and the scenery. And that's so quite that. a process. Now you're, are you a seamstress or, I mean, I know well, you've done, you, you do darning. I've seen you <laughs> sewing. I see you ironing. I see, are you, I, are you basically, I'm the seamstress yeah. because it seems like before about every other performance we have some little small catastrophe and someone quick gets sewn back together so it's magic yeah it's magic. <laughs> but yeah i usually help behind the scenes i have been on the stage with steve that makes our lives maybe a little more chaotic um usually i'm the person that's troubleshooting and running the box office uh-huh. and i know last year you did our presenting for the play yeah. Yeah, have you ever been a character in the play? I have. I that have. was going to be my yeah. question. Yeah. Have you ever oh, which one were you? Um, I was a charitable solicitor. Um, were and you a gossip, too? I, yeah, I was a gossip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been a couple of different roles. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. But if I do the role of introducing the play, then I can still run the box office. So. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, are you uh, deciding that uh, you're going to be launching this in a couple weeks? Or, I mean, the end of this week, you said? No, I, no, I think the middle of this week. The middle yeah. of the week? I think we'll be. Few days, I've, I've we uploaded hope. the video now. Um, I haven't turned on the page yet, <coughs> but the video's uploaded. I have to upload the program um, and then do some other little tidying up to the, the page, et cetera. We're a few days away. Yeah. Okay. All right. And we'll also share it on our uh, Facebook page, yeah. Saga yeah, Tech, yeah. on Sunday as well. And we'll make sure we share it on the Sadaba page, Saga Tech Douglas okay. Area Business Thank Association. Much, yeah. yeah, definitely. By next Sunday. Yeah, I by think next that Sunday. You can uh, chat about it on the radio, we hope. Yeah, right. Um, anything else, Mr.
Mr. Scrooge that you'd like to share with us? Ooh, um, <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you'll be wanted all day tomorrow, I suppose. Oh, it's quite convenient, sir. It is not convenient, and it's not fair. If I were to dock you half a crown for it, you'd think yourself ill-used, I'll be bound. But you don't think me ill-used for paying a day's wages for no work. Well, it's only once a year, Mr. Scrooge. Uh, a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every 25th day of December. But if you must have the whole day, you'll be here all the earlier next morning. Do you understand? Oh, I will, sir. I will! Humbug! <laughs> we want to thank... Steve Williford and Janice Williford for hanging out with us and bringing Scrooge out from deep within and pulling out my 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 inner Bob Cratchit. <laughs> but uh, thanks for being on the show with us. We Thank really appreciate so it. We'll go to your uh, Facebook page at the Sagatuck Christmas Carol to find that production that we can watch live. How much is it? How much are Tickets, or? I'm thinking we're going to make it uh, pay what you want. We're st- we're still okay, still deciding. Still but it's going to be very, it's going to be minimal. It's going to be affordable. It's going to be affordable, and uh-huh. we hope people will be generous. Yeah, well, of course, and all proceeds will go towards these charities that you raise money for, Correct. as well as the production for 2021. Correct. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for being on with us. Thank and, you very much. And hope you guys have a wonderful Sunday. Oh, you too. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you guys. And uh, Patty, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, been a fun morning. And uh, Kim Newins from Kim Newins Design and Interiors was with us. If you're just tuning in, I hope you were here to uh, to witness that wonderful concert uh, by James Reeser, the Backseat Drivers. And uh, and next week, we've got a real fun show next week. Erin Wilkinson is going to be sitting in your chair, okay. and she's our Saugatuck City Clerk. Yeah. And the event, just event queen. She, uh, she does that big Halloween parade. Off. Yes, and I bet... She enjoyed the rest this year by not having um, to put on the Halloween and the glow in the park. Mm-hmm. But I know she missed it more than enjoyed the rest, I'm sure. Yeah, she, she certainly did. I'll, yeah, I'll find out next week. She does such a nice job with that. And I can't even imagine how much time and energy goes into that. Same with you, Greg. <laughs> Always putting... Do you sleep? Uh, I try to. You try to sleep <laughs> with all the things you have going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, and then you know you'll get an email from me or a text message yeah. from me. Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do that? that? Did you, you know, are probably thinking, oh my <laughs> word, what more can I do in a day? I, I feel like my day's full. Oh yeah, always. I mean, I've been up for a while, uh-huh. and that's good because usually I'm not a really early morning person. Right. But I can rock eleven thirty like it's my job. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, yeah, so this has been really fun, and I feel like I've had a full day, and I can go home and rest. <laughs> um, yeah, it has been a lot of fun. And, again, this is our second show, so yep. I thank all of our listeners out there for listening to us, and I thank our sp- sponsors, of course, Charming Sagatuck Rentals, the Interurban, Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. I want to thank our producer there at the station in Holland, Chad Cashman, uh, for making sure everything's queued up. And, uh, yeah, next week, along with her, we'll have a couple of guests. We'll have Heather Rays. used to be Heather Kennedy of Picture My View 
photography. She also, they're opening up a new restaurant we talked about earlier called Bistro 44 coming up. some ads popping up. Well, not ads, but um, some posts. They're making food Facebook. in the kitchen, and they are oh, doing the like some carry-out things right now. Yeah. So, they'll so be where working. will that be? That will be uh, across the street from Everyday People. Okay, so what that, was used to be the auction house correct. back in the day, and then... Chaps. Chaps yes. was the last restaurant. Okay. Yep, that, yep. And so they'll be moved in there. Um, and then at the eight o'clock hour next week, we'll have John Vanderbeek and he'll keep us updated on the, uh, trails program that he took upon himself to preserve and connect the trails, the outdoor hiking trails here in Saugatuck in the township area. And then at eight thirty, um, our final guest, uh, next week, uh, will be James Groen from, from the Butler Pantry. So okay. talking about some, Little cooking tips, and he's always got great food on Facebook. He's sharing all of his pictures and always cooking, and so I'm always jealous, and I get hungry every time I look at his page. So, well, good thing it's a, just to walk away, and you can just pop down there and pick up something to to come home and make. <laughs> right. And we want to thank you for listening in to our second show. Stay tuned every Sunday, 7 and 9 p.m. Here Saga Tuck on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy saying, Siga, thanks for being with us. And we'll see you next Sunday. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. Thanks for joining us, folks. We've had a great time, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncie. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 92.7thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshores, 92.7 The Van.